Hello, and welcome to Geek Between the Lines, the podcast that normally explores compelling themes in some of our favorite geeky properties. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. And I'm Kimberly. (gasps) Yes, indeed. You may have noticed (laughs) an addition to our podcast today, our special guest. What? (laughs) Kimberly Taylor Pastel of Lacelet.com. Yeah, yeah, we're so excited. And sister. (laughs) Yay! <laughs> Hashtag life goals. <laughs> We're very excited to have you on today. I'm delighted. This is bucket list level. <laughs> so basically, it is our one year anniversary. So we wanted to do a special episode kind of looking at the past year and celebrating yay fun geeky times and also sharing exciting news about something new we're opening up. So we'll share about that at the end of the episode. But first, we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast. Yeah. It really has been a really fun year doing this. We, we talked about this in our first episode, but this was not the first podcast we did. We did one on the Japanese television show Terrace House called Terrace House Talks, which was also a lot of fun. But when that ended, we, we kind of wanted to transition to something else. And we have these kinds of conversations so often in our own lives that it really became something that we are passionate about the idea of having it be a more stable and systemic way of having them so that we can really dive into these properties that we love so much. We, we wanted this to be meaningful, not only for ourselves, but for what we create. So, you know, having something where we address some in very important themes and looking at these these pieces of media, which we love, but taking them really seriously was definitely something that we were very intentional about and something that I've really enjoyed about doing the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, because I've gotten to definitely see a lot of new things that I honestly never would have, would have really thought about before mm-hmm. until you're, you have a theme and it's like, okay, well, I need to find a plot that goes with this. And then it's like, yeah, it really enriches the experience, I think. Absolutely. So, before we go on to some questions from the sister, let's talk a little bit about what has actually changed with the podcast in the past year. Yeah, because, you know, we started out and we had a plan and we've stuck to a lot of that that kind of structure, right? But we've also had some kind of subtle changes that we've done um, as we've grown into the podcast. I think the most specific and beneficial has been that you've helped to take more control of things like our social media, the editing, uh, (laughs) things that I nominally did uh, (laughs) to begin with, but certainly the the quality of that has gone up since you you took over. Yes, the the quality has gone up, but also the amount of time I spend on it versus the amount of time you spend in has definitely gone up. (laughs) Absolutely. So (laughs) thank you for letting me use your computer to edit. (laughs) Yeah, but something that we didn't start with but we added in was the little segment at the beginning where we ask ourselves a question, which is also one of the reasons that we always forget to figure (laughs) out what the question is before we start recording. But uh, yeah, that's just something that we wanted to include because we know ourselves Mm. and we enjoy talking about these things, but we know that you all don't necessarily know who we are. And so adding, yeah, personal understanding, maybe a little bit how that informs how we're going to be talking about the episode, I think is something that we added in and I'm glad we did. I completely agree. And and honestly, especially in issues where we're talking about race, gender, class, etc., having those kinds of 
context of where we're coming from, I think is very important. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most meaningful change for me over the last year is the amount of kind of engagement with our our listeners that we've gotten. But picking up, you know, friends of friends and then other listeners from other countries and all these kinds of people who are kind of reaching out and listening has been something that's really, really amazing. And it makes making the podcast have a really another element. Yeah, because we're sitting there in front of the mic every week talking about our nerdy stuff and to know that it actually is meaningful to other people and that they are having something beneficial come out of it too and that they're really enjoying it yeah it means a lot yeah so thank you very much for listening at home (laughs) well enough about us we have an amazing guest here today that honestly as soon as we were kind of coming up with this idea for a podcast having you do the logo for it was one of the first things came to mind because i I do really love your work with lacelet i think it's so characteristic of you and, and who you are and why we love these kinds of things and so i'm excited to have you on as as you know as we're celebrating a year like you've been with us for the start so having you on on this this podcast episode is is really really awesome Ugh, it's nothing short of a privilege and honor and i can <laughs> gush about you forever i um, mean you do what you want oh I, I will i so will i mean this is my opportunity um definitely yes getting to see from the beginning um of you even kind of dappling with the idea and dappling is not a word it's dabbling (laughs) dabbling with the idea and you know figuring out the name of it and troubleshooting ideas and what what elements you want to make up the structure of your podcast from the very beginning was already exciting i was basically just waiting for it to come out so getting to be a part of the logo getting to be a part of um, some small part of that geeky wonder that is coming out every week was I just like set big sense of pride not in myself but of of what you've created and just being attached to it in some way was really meaningful to me oh good so yes well we like being attached to you too oh why don't we start out with our first question for Kimberly so why is this type of analysis on these types of properties meaningful for you there's a couple of reasons. One, just I feel like there's a lot of one of my favorite things in the world is fandom and being a part of a community mm. where you can geek out about things and be with like minded people who just get why it's so special. But there's sometimes I've noticed with with different fandoms and that kind of community, there can be a little bit of like blind love for it. Like, mm. don't you dare say that about Finnick or, you know, whatever it is. Whereas I think the missing element for me is always the critical analysis, the critical thinking, which to be able to really love something, I think you need to be able to really see it for what it is and mm. to be able to critically think about Yes, I love this character, but I don't love everything about that character. Or I understand why they did that, but it wasn't okay. Or Mm -hmm. um, these deeper issues, which are what make the characters so much deeper anyways. And so I think that the, the combination of critical analysis, critical thinking mixed with the fandom and the the geekiness and the the all of the laughter of like those in jokes about characters and plot lines and things like that and the authors behind them that mix is kind of the magic there mm. and then mm. i think in general for me the intersection with geeky properties and social justice is huge because i just don't see i mean in general in the world we don't see that enough and so having that social justice element where you're analyzing things in relevant the things that are relevant to the world today 
that I don't think we're thinking about enough in general is it's like by, by tuning in every week, I'm practicing that mm. um, within the context of something that I'm already excited about. And then it's so, it's just that much easier to then start to practice that in everyday life. Like nuance has become one of my favorite words, you know, through this Mm. podcast, Mm. because it's like reminding me of stories, narratives, um, all of these different topics, gender, race, different topics that are so relevant, but being able to pull, like see those things in the properties I love and then be able to apply them outward. So Mm -hmm. in a nutshell. It's yeah. like it ticks all the boxes. <laughs> Yay, we're a box ticker. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me that face. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. <laughs> well, thank you for that. And going kind of from there, is there any particular episodes that stand out to you or any particular segment of our podcast that you particularly like? I really loved when you brought in the personal element at the beginning because, I mean, I know you both, but I'm still <laughs> learning things through that. Like, they're like, what? I didn't think of that. <laughs> or I didn't realize that that was such an impactful moment in my sister's life at that age. So it's because <laughs> You're are... thinking about Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm totally thinking about Santa Claus. <laughs> we had a conversation about it after that episode. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, because you don't necessarily, those things don't always come up in conversation it's fun to see them through the lens of the of the theme. Mm. So that is definitely a segment I love. I also really love the compelling questions. Mm. I mean, even the title, compelling questions, <laughs> kind of like makes me excited. Mm. A lot of times there are questions like you can't help but go, mm, like after you say them because they are things that I wouldn't necessarily think of myself, but I want to I want to engage with that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my favorite. Those two, um, I like them all though. I like the progression. <laughs> I like the progression, but I do, I gotta say the compelling questions is always really fun. Well, and that's the thing too, like for us, kind of what we're talking about at the beginning of the episode of just delving deeper into these things. Mm-hmm. An obvious compelling question doesn't always bubble to the surface. And like we have to, or at least I have to, <laughs> kind of sit with it for a while and like, bounce around ideas of what's the best approach for this question that sort of thing and yeah definitely that makes you go deeper into the series themselves Mm -hmm. because most of these questions aren't things that we've thought about before yeah and and i like i like how we set that up with us asking the question and hearing the answer but then opening discussion because a lot of times when i'm thinking about these questions i'm thinking like what is something that i'm not sure about right what is something where i see some gray area or some interesting nuance there that we can explore in discussion and i can learn from what Brittany says and then kind of we can discuss more about that as we go i, I think that those are some of the best questions that we have and definitely one of the things that i spend the most time like really thinking about as we're preparing yeah, yeah, mm, for sure. Yes. And I must say that I also really love, I mean, there's so many episodes mm-hmm. that I love, but I got to say one of my favorite episodes ever was Ignorance and Harry Potter, which was only your second episode. So <laughs> I mean, true. props to you that I mean, second episode, <laughs> I still remember the discussion. I, that was one of the best. I mean, I just love that conversation in general it was so, so rich, but um, yeah, there's, they're all good. well our last question for you is gonna be so obviously you love nerdy stuff obviously you created our logo and have your whole art business so the question is where do you find those things intersecting the the art and the geekiness 
It's a really good question. I struggle with it a little bit because as much as I would love to do geeky art all the time, there are a lot of copyright and trademark mm. um, that prevent me from doing that in a way that would be legal. <laughs> so mm. because of that, I have tended towards doing more of those types of explorations in my free time or for specific commissions where I'm not mass selling things. So there's a lot of things that I'll do kind of as exploratory sketches or studies. So I did an R2-D2 once, I, you know, those types of things where I'm, I'm playing. So I do kind of keep it more into my, my leisure um, my leisure art. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, storytelling and whimsy and imagination is the is at the center of everything I create. And that's so largely based on our childhood of, of reading books and staying up late into the night and watching these shows together and being like, what's going to happen next? And mm-hmm. going to the new Star Wars film every, every year, you know. And I think all of those things have influenced my work so much where I have this innate desire to make connections. Mm-hmm. Um, so an illustration for a greeting card might seem very trivial, but to me it's about... It's about communicating something and the stories behind the words and the imagery that I use to convey that and what kind of person is this speaking to. I think because I am such a geeky person by nature, (laughs) it just kind of spills into the art, even if it's not art subject matter uh, Mm. or geeky subject matter, I should say. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of infiltrating in. I totally see that. I, I think that whimsy and that imagination really is something that's so clear in your art and something I love about your art. And I think that going back to what you were saying earlier in the episode about about fandom mm-hmm. and about connections with, you know, sharing over these properties, mm-hmm. that's one thing I also appreciate about what you do, right? Your cards are about milding connections, right? It's Did sharing milding? milding those connections. <laughs> <laughs> Building connections and 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 sending a card with this wonderful illustration on it allows you to share mm-hmm. A connection through that art and through that that whimsy and that imagination and uh it's something that's that's just really really amazing and yeah thank but. you i'm so glad that that's being communicated mm-hmm. because yeah shared experience in general i think is one of the things i value the most in the world so you know if that comes across that is that's the goal so <laughs> thank you mm. you know we say this every week but i would highly recommend your your designs your cards and everything to any of our listeners um because they are they are just a wonderful way to, to share that that connection with other people that means so much coming from you. <laughs> it really does. And I appreciate all the mentions. <laughs> oh, so thoughtful. Well, you're the one who made our Lego, so. True. They make me smile every episode. <laughs> Good. Like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what questions do you have for us? Well, I hope they are compelling questions. <laughs> I'm not as That's practiced. That's okay, Chris's aren't always. <laughs> I'm not as practiced in coming up with them. And honestly, that was a challenge. And I really was like putting your shoes for a minute and being like, oh, it's not easy to come up with questions for everything. So one of them, of course, I thought I'd start with something that's a little bit about you for the personal element. Okay. Um, so I wanted, I was thinking about podcasts as a medium. Mm. They are not only informational, um, typically, um, but they're also very creative in structure they're self-expressive. So you're bringing to the table your own opinions, your own thoughts, your own experiences and sharing them in a vulnerable way. And then they're also uh, pulling in elements of your personality and interests. So these are like a lot of different things that encompass human being. I'd love to hear a little bit about how you feel your personality and your interests and kind of these different elements of your identity come into the, to the, medium of podcast and Mm. how that's the right medium for this 
Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. And, and honestly, that's one of the reasons why I, I first asked Britain to start a podcast with me, you know, two years ago or so now, uh, more than that, because for me, I got into podcasts and it really is a medium that I think is just amazing. It's mm-hmm. spectacular, not only because of that creativity, not only because of that information, but like, I, I certainly love music, but I listen to music so less frequently now because I can always be listening to something interesting. I can always have my mind either, you know, learning something or, or getting entertained by storytelling. You know, one of my favorite forms of podcasting is is actual plays of Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, right? Where people are coming together, building stories together. And I just think that that's such a cool way that you can share this thing that was never really able to be shared before, right? Group storytelling. And I think that's one of the other things about podcasting is that typically the podcasts that I latch on to most are a communal type of thing. It's something where it's at least two people talking about stuff and sharing that space. And so I think that that combined with, frankly, the ease of access in creating a podcast, which helps to democratize the process. Unfortunately, there are still mostly straight white men who are making podcasts, but there are also a lot of other amazing voices. We certainly do. (laughs) But yeah, but there's also so many other voices out there and and intentionally looking for those kinds of podcasts and and intentionally trying to raise these ideas that are that are beyond that type of narrative, I think are something that podcasts are uniquely suited to do and just really an amazing thing that you can provide to everyone, to the internet. And I, I just, I find that so amazing and something that I I was so excited to do, especially with someone as brilliant and amazing and funny mm-hmm. as Brittany. And <laughs> especially on the kinds of things that I think are, are amazing, be they Japanese reality television shows or like all the geeky nonsense that I've loved for my whole life. <laughs> right. And there's also the element that both of you share of the academic side Mm. so I forgot to mention that before but that's another (laughs) element of both of your personalities you have these different you know humor and academic analyses and the creative imagination side yeah I think that since these geeky series are something that has been a part of my life since I was a child with Star Wars since I can remember basically Mm. I think that it's always been fun to engage with it but it's even more fun to engage with it in this way because it does bring in the personality elements of well one is just us two talking about things as we normally would but again it's giving a little more structure to it it's being more intentional about it but we still get to have our humor we still get to have yeah our kind of Ravenclaw cerebral <laughs> side come in we get to also have takeaways which can be anything from kind of the academic side to the the personal so I think that yeah it just it kind of just comes together as an expression of ourselves mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways but it, but it has been interesting because some of it's just like, well, how much do I share about this mm-hmm. in like the personal part? Mm-hmm. Or like, what if part of this is in, it's, it has to do with my family. So it's not entirely my information to share and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there, there is always that little balancing act mm-hmm. to figure out, but definitely still trying to express what I can about what's important and, and who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well said. Good question. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Um, So my next question is, how has your perception of the geeky properties that you cover changed throughout the producing of this this podcast? Mm. 
So for me, I think <laughs> I think it's a really weird combination of both being more critical of the properties. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but also loving them more. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's this weird combination because sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't really think about how problematic that element was mm-hmm. before. Maybe it was kind of like, eh, but then I just moved on. But when you when you sit with it, when you have a conversation about it, then it's like, ah, that's now glaring me in the face. So I think there are definitely parts with that. Or, or even when it's like, one of the last episodes we recorded was the gender in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you know off the top of your head, oh, there's not very many women. But when you, like, get into it and you, like, actually think about how many male characters there are and these different issues and questions and and whatnot, it just brings it so much more Mm. to light how how below the bar it hit on on that element Mm. right and so so it makes me be more critical but it also the process makes me love them more because I do see things I've never seen before I do see maybe different ways of looking at something that maybe wasn't how it was intended and maybe it's kind of in some ways like a go around the problematic thing but it's like Mm -hmm. but maybe it could be seen in this other way that's more life-giving that's more healthy that's more loving and why can't I think about it that way now you know so yeah. Reframing and reinterpreting. Yeah and it's just it's really I think enriched the experience and also made it more fun to go through these different series again. What about you, Chris? Yeah, for me, I think a lot of that comes into how I interact with the properties now. Kimmy, earlier you mentioned about how listening for you is kind of like a practice of mm-hmm. being more intentional and critical. And, you know, making the podcast has certainly made me that way. And so now when we're reading Harry Potter or, or I'm engaging in these properties, I naturally find myself being more both more critical and looking at things more nuanced right Mm -hmm. you know when I see Luna Lovegood make a comment at some point I'm not just like oh Luna's great but I'm like oh what's going on with Luna right here right what is what is this telling us about the world what is going on beyond the front page especially particularly beyond the story of the the main protagonists right? right but really what's happening here and what can we see about those characters and I think I've seen you a lot, too, since you've started grad school, bring a lot of, you know, what you're learning on a lot of those analyses in, too, which has been really great and really enriched the discussions, too. Yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun, too. Certainly, when I'm, when I'm studying and reading a couple books a week on certain historical or, or thematic topics, I start seeing them everywhere. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I definitely have started seeing them a lot in these properties, and that has been something I've I've enjoyed as well because yeah, it's a, a fun conflux of that academic and that nerdy sides, which which I really, really appreciate. Okay, so my last question is kind of more visioning towards the future. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about what your original vision was for the podcast and how that has either shifted, come to pass, I wanted to use that phrase, <laughs> come to pass or grown in this year and how you see it going into the future now that you have kind of a bearings of of running your podcast that's an interesting question because i definitely think that as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts Mm. i wanted to 
be engaged with in the same ways that I was engaging with these podcasts. Mm. So building something where I felt like I was not an expert, but well-informed, well-equipped to have interesting discussions. This was something that I felt very, very ready to, to discuss in that way. And so for me, it probably would have, if, if, if it was just me making this podcast, this would not nearly be as structured. It would not nearly be <laughs> as as intentional or any of these other kinds of things, right? I, I'm much more kind of fluid and, and go by the seat of my pants type of person, which is also another great reason why Brittany's doing it with me because <laughs> you bring in the, the structure and, and... I bring the foot to the seat of your pants. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's a good partnership. <laughs> you need both. You need both. So yeah, so for me, building it within that structure, I think has helped it to... Helped, helped us to see that growth better as well because when it's kind of just loosey-goosey, it's harder to see what's actually going on. Right. But... I think that our, our analyses have gotten better. I think that our structure has gotten tighter. I think that our editing is a thousand times better than it was in the past. <laughs> um, and, and I think that those things are all things that strengthen the podcast for sure. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, because I've taken over the editing and whatnot once Krista grad school, at that point I just started taking a lot more ownership of mm. the podcast and investing more time in it, more energy and everything. Yeah, I think it's caused me to take it a little more seriously and caused me to want, you know, because it's like when you spend so much time on something, you want to help foster it mm. and like help it grow and go where where you could dream that it would go. So right. I think that's definitely started to come into what I, what I want for the podcast is for it to grow for us to reach more people and have more engagement by listeners and and all of that so yeah that's it's that's kind of changed that's amazing and that actually kind of perfectly leads us into our exciting announcement yeah yeah so we, we've mentioned a few times so far that our engagement with, our growing engagement with our listeners has been one of the, the most fulfilling and amazing changes to this podcast. I think, Brittany, you, you have a couple actually quotes that people have sent to you, right? Yeah, so I can just read a couple of those off. So one, both of them from Instagram, one by Joanna. So she said, I'm a Hunger Games and Harry Potter fan, and I'm going through the Hunger Games episodes currently. The themes are very interesting to dissect and something I haven't thought much of. Good, parentheses, and fun, brain food. I love your opening music. Thanks. That is such a good point. Sorry, I totally cut, <laughs> cut you off. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, thanks for the content you create. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It is so nice. And from Elena, who is one of our listeners in Europe. She's in Austria, and she said... By the way, I just have to tell you again how much I love your guys' podcast. Listen to your latest episode today, and you make me see new angles every time. That's so great. Because that's, that's really what we're looking for, right? Is, is to see new angles ourselves and to kind of hopefully broaden that, that for other people as well. Yeah. 
we do really want to have have more engagement, right? And when we're thinking about this as the end of our first year doing this podcast, I think it's been a great year. We've had a lot of growth, but when we're looking ahead to the future, that I think is one of the main ways that we really want to grow. We want to have more engagement and we want to do more. And so that is why we have decided to an- announce a new Patreon campaign. <gasps> What? Gasp. I hadn't heard of this until just right in this moment. <laughs> yeah. So for those who are unfamiliar, Patreon is a platform in which you can basically give financial support to people who are creating things. And other podcasts are, are on that platform. And it's a way for, yeah, those who, who feel really engaged by a type of media that they can give financial support to that thing. We are in no way making this requirement. We are still going to maintain our podcast as a free, open source of content, but we do still want to kind of bring it up to the next level in certain ways. And so if you do want to join us as one of our patrons, there's all of these different levels that you can join at and you get different things for each one. So at the most basic level, it's just like $1 a month. So super, super accessible. And then it goes up to extra little videos that we'll do, extra question and answers, input if we want to do any polling for stuff that we're doing on on our episodes or with our podcast and things like that. So definitely check it out. Uh, We'll have it on our website, obviously. We'll link to it in the show notes. and It'll be in the show notes. Exactly. (laughs) So this is still a a thing where we see this as a relationship. And so for those who are gifting us with that kind of financial support, we also want to engage with them in new ways as well. And that's why we have these different tiers of ways to do so. So based off of, you know, where you feel comfortable giving, we also want to give back and, and provide more content or more engagement and more communication with you because of that. Yeah, and one of the uh, some of the reasons why we wanted to create this was so that we could cover our monthly costs for the podcast hosting so that we could get some better equipment so that I can spend fewer hours editing every <laughs> week. Uh, also, it would be great to actually get our official domain name and also, you know, just keep the podcast sustainable in addition to being able to create new content and new avenues for engagement. Absolutely. And, and on that note, based off of uh, how many donors and how much total amount of patronage we get each month, we will be starting to add more content once we hit certain levels. Ooh. So first, an adorable little fact is that Today is Chris and my two-year anniversary. Yes, indeed. Aww. <laughs> Happy anniversary! Thank you. So, if we get 10 patrons in our first month of opening our Patreon account, then we are going to record a little episode telling our ridiculous, oh-so-rom-com, geeky love story of, like, how we met, how we got together, everything. So, basically, from here until June 8th, if we get 10 patrons, then we will be recording that episode, and you can enjoy a little window into our ridiculousness. Yeah, that's <laughs> patrons at any level, right? So, yeah. so from 1 to 20, however much those people are willing to give, if we have that much kind of people interested, we want to have that as, as a fun initial goal to get to. Yeah. And 
the first five people to sign up are going to get a cool little bookmark in addition to all of the other stuff that they'll get in their level. There, we have five bookmarks we bought at a wizarding craft fair just the other day that are actually made from pages of the Harry Potter books. So yeah, if you want to be one of those first five. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we do want to to create more content in an ongoing basis as well, right? If we do have enough patronage where we can really expand what we're doing, that's something that, that we are excited about as well when it talks about expanding for the future. So if we get $25 or more a month in our patrons, then we'll record a special episode about geeky childhood stories, right? Mm-hmm. And then at a different level, we'll unlock that Chris will actually write a monthly blog article. Yeah, where I, I kind of analyze something else that I'm engaging with in, in, in the geeky realm. So, you know, looking at a, a podcast or, or something else that I, I find really compelling and interesting and doing the same kind of analysis and intentional criticism uh, in really unique, interesting ways. That's something I, I would love to do. It's something really exciting as a prospect. Yeah. He's got lights in his eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Galadriel. <laughs> Yes. Uh, that is a first in comparisons. <laughs> That's <quite a> <laughs> Probably really will be is. the only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we would love it if you would consider joining us and engaging more with us and participating in our future dream podcast coming true. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> We actually, uh, as part of this this new phase in the podcast, for this month, we also want to put a challenge to our listeners, right? If you enjoy the podcast and you get a lot out of it, it would really, really mean a lot to us if you could just help us get one new listener. If every single one of our listeners recommended this to one person you think would enjoy it and got them to listen to at least an episode, that will really help us to build a larger audience and to get to new, to new ears and to meet new listeners, which is really what we're after. Yeah, so pick your favorite episode episode or two and share those ones specifically. And you can always add us on social media if you want to share either on there or let us know that you or your friend listened and and to what episode because that's always fun to hear as well. Yay! But I think that that is where we're gonna gonna wrap up this extremely (laughs) self-congratulatory special episode. Kimmy, thank you again so much for joining us and for everything with your support for, for the podcast. Thank you so much, and congratulations on a year of stellar podcast producing, because seriously, this year has been a more fun, more meaningful, and more purpose-driven year because your podcast exists. So congratulations, happy anniversary, and you better believe I will be over on your Patreon page (laughs) as soon as it goes live. So I want all the exclusive content. I mean, for real. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Geek Between the Lines. You can find us on social media by searching for Geek Between the Lines on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. You can also go to our website, bit.ly slash geekbetweenthelines. Or go to our Patreon site at patreon.com slash geekbetweenthelines. As always, it's it not only by supporting us on Patreon, but another great way to support us uh, is by giving us a review. Rating, reviewing, subscribing to us on any... Anniversary review! Yeah! <laughs> An anniversary review would be, would be amazing, and that, that really does help us to get to more listeners, and that's something that we, we really appreciate. Thank you again to Kimberly Taylor-Pastel at Lacelet for designing our logo. You can find her designs at lacelet.com or for searching for Lacelet on Facebook or Instagram. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you so much again for listening. And until next week, geek Geek out. out. I want to do that for so long. (laughs) (laughs) 